An exclusive interview with Mitch Pileggi on GateWorld.net. You're uh, one of the brand new faces on Stargate Atlantis this year. Tell us about, uh, first of all, how you got hooked up with these guys. Um, they, uh, uh, my agents called me one day and, you know, uh, said that, uh, they were interested in, in, uh, with this new character and they were, they were wondering if I was interested in, in, uh, in playing it. So I was, you know, I said, well, let, you know, let me take a look at this. They sent me a couple scripts and, uh, um, I liked what I saw. And as soon as I saw that, you know, I had my own spaceship, my own command chair, I had my weapons officer on the right and my pilot on the left and a big window in front of me. I was like, yeah, okay, this works. So I get to be Captain Kirk. I get to be Picard, you know. It's, it's, uh, so it was, I, I liked, you know, I liked the skills. And I've been, I've been aware of, of, you know, Stargate from when we were up here doing, doing the X-Files. It was, they were doing it, you know. And, and um, so I, uh, you know, I, I thought it would be, be a lot of fun. Did you get to see any of, of season one? Of it they sent uh, they sent some stuff over, um, and and I uh, uh, that I watched, and then I, I started tivoing. You know, immediately started tivoing everything that you know that uh, was coming on. So, uh, so I, 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 I kind of started getting a feel for the show and and, uh, and what was going on. I didn't get to watch the whole the whole season. I just I just got bits and pieces here. So there's there's still a lot of stuff that I a lot of questions that I you know things that I don't I don't know or understand that. Uh, Daily, I will I will have answered. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's kind of and it's a, it's a it's a it's a great it's a great group of people to come onto a show and, and, and be working with because they were very very receptive from the get go and and uh, um, I I mean you know David and Hewlett walked up to me one day after the first couple episodes and he goes you know it feels like you've always been here and it's like what a sweet thing to say you know I, and it's like oh, you know what. I feel like I've been here for a long time, and it's and I, and I, I, I just immediately was was uh, was comfortable and, and uh, uh, very pleased to, to see a, you know, a group of people that were working so well together. I imagine you've done a lot of work, probably with Corey and with uh, Joe Flanagan, with with the role that Caldwell has. Right. Right. How are those those guys to work with? They're great. You know, I mean, it's just it's um, we're we're building these these. Uh, these relationships between us, and, and there's these contentious situations that are, you know, that are arising, which you know, makes for great drama and, and it's and, and for character development, and, and uh, um, so I can kind of see where they're taking, you know, where they're taking these 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 three characters, and it's and and, and all the characters in general, and it's it's uh, it's appealing to me. I like it. Tell us a little bit about Colonel Caldwell and where he comes from, and. So you're asking if I've if I've come up with a history for this guy. Well, you put me on the as, spot. As much as I've given you, or you say, hmm, I think he really likes ice cream. <laughs> well, I think he really likes ice cream. Um, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of stuff that I, that I I mean, you know, I, I obviously have, have come here replacing the Pegasus. Is that right? The, the was that, what was the other ship? The Prometheus. Prometheus. Pegasus. The Prometheus, and I'm I'm commanding this. I'm commanding uh, you know this, this this new ship, the Daedalus or Daedalus, however you would like to say it. Um, and um, it's it's uh, which is is a I guess it's a new new breed of of, of I don't want to say battle. Do they call it a battle cruiser? Okay. Um, it's a, I guess it's something like a. a, a 
aircraft carrier in space, you know, and, and so he's coming. He's now he's now the, uh, I guess, if, if you call him a shuttle between you know between Earth and and Atlantis, uh, at least one way, um, because they got the gate to go through and it ain't big enough to take us take that take it you know, take it through. <laughs> So I actually, at one point, I say something. You know, well, you can go through this. You can go through the Stargate. I got to like fly back and forth. You know, it ain't fair. <laughs> but um, kind of intergalactic bus driver or something. Exactly. You know, that's okay. I'll drive that ship. Um, but you know, I, I it's, so now he's he's you know he's he's here to to uh, to support them, I guess. And then obviously there's there's military you know uh, situations that that occur uh, with the with the wraith with the wraith presence. So that's kind of what's what's going on with them. Approaching the the role of playing a starship captain, do you do you draw on the the, the archetypes or the Star Trek figures of Kirk or Picard? More than no, I, I don't. No. No, and it's and it's not that I don't want to be Kirk or I don't want to be, want to be Picard. I, I I you know I think they were both great characters. I I just think it would be. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it would be wise for me to try to, you know, emulate, you know, what, you know, what other actors have done with, with roles. I just try to, I try to take what's on the page and, and make it, you know, make it real for me in the situation. Uh, and that's what I try to do with everything as an actor. Um, so it's, uh, I just want to bring my own truth to, to this character and, and to the, you know, to the show. But I, but I do. I have to admit, though, when I'm sitting in that chair, it's like, hmm, hmm, that's Captain Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Have you been on the? Have you been on the? Uh, yeah, yeah. They ain't gonna be babes yet. He's on Prometheus side. Is that the same? You know, actually, I think that if they no, it's. I think it's different now because I, I think they might have used the same set, but they updated it and put. They made it. They juiced it up a little bit. It's really cool. I mean, it's really cool. I dig it. I like being on that set. Yeah. I was eyeing your chair this morning. I didn't sit in it. Yeah. <laughs> like that, but it's on the company. Yeah. No, it's cool. <laughs> well, you've done a lot of sci-fi. Is there anything specific about the genre that really appeals to you? Well, I'm, I've always been. I've always been a, a sci-fi, you know, fan. I'll just say fan, because I'm all the way back to you know reading. I think the first time I I read Stranger in a Strange Land, you know, it was like I really, you know, it was like it just it just grabbed me, and I, and I liked uh, that was that was uh, a genre that that was was very attractive to me, and so I just you know kind of you know and Kurt Vonnegut, and, and I it's just you know to it's just over the years has been something that's that's uh, you know that that I found very interesting. Uh, I just recently bought Dresden Files. Are you, are you familiar with those? It's pretty cool. It's about a detective in Chicago who's a wizard. So he's a flat foot, but he's he's got these these wizardry powers, and it's kind of it's kind of cool. So anyway, it's just, you know maybe somebody will do something with it at some point. But um, yeah, so I mean yeah, I, I I I like sci-fi, and the fact that I fell into it in you know doing the X Files and and. Uh, you know, and now this is, is uh, it's fun, you know? I mean, like, this is, I'm playing Army, you know? Which is what I did when I was a kid, and I obviously haven't, you know, grown up, so. Um, it's, it's uh, you know, now it's given me the opportunity to have my own spaceship and fly around and shoot at race and, mm -hmm. and blow, blow stuff up. Do you have a particularly favorite moment so far that you filmed? Um... You know what? There's battle sequences that that have occurred. That's and they shoot 
they do this, they, what they call block and shoot, which they'll shoot like, I don't know, maybe five, six different, you know, scenes, cover a lot of different pages, but a lot of the scenes are just small, you know, bits and pieces, and you're, you're cutting back and forth from, you know, one of the jumpers to, to you know, to a fighter to, uh, you know, to the, to, you know, the Stargate Command Center and to the Daedalus, and, and, um, while there's, you know, while you're having, you know, battles with the Wraith, you know, and the Hive ships and all this stuff, and, and, uh, it's really daunting because you have to memorize all this stuff over all these pages, you know, and, and, and a lot of times they'll just feed you, you know, it's like, because I get lost. You know, I'll know the lines, but I don't always know where they're at because it's, it's such a huge, huge piece of, of, uh, of, of area to cover, so... You know, they'll just kind of like remind me of where we're at, and I'm just like, you know, so it's, it's, I mean, it's like there's like, but there's lights flashing, and you know, stuff is, you know, smoke's coming out, and there's we're getting hit, you know, and and uh, and shooting stuff, and you know, and I'm getting to, you know, throw out these commands, you know, to fire forward rail guns, you know, at will and stuff. It's just, it's kind of, the battle sequences are really cool, but then again, the, you know, the the the, uh, um, the, the scenes between, you know, just the more intimate scenes between, you know, the Myself and, and other characters as, as uh, the writing the writing's so good that it's 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 really fun to play those those scenes too. They give they get some great uh, some great meaty stuff to, to you know to, to go after. That's fun. And these guys are great. It's uh, you know I'm, I'm having I'm having a lot of fun working with them. It's a great group of kids. Because I call them kids. <laughs> The old man that I am. Have you got any, any sense yet as to how recurring you're going to be? How many episodes we might? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I I don't know yet. Have uh, Have you had any conversations with the writers about about um, about where Caldwell might be going? I haven't yet. I probably should, but you know, I it's. Yeah, that's something that I've done. This is my fourth one, and I've I'm originally was contracted to do five, so I'm going to be doing another one in a couple episodes, which will be my fifth, and then we'll see where it goes from there. So they really with the with the Daedalus or Daedalus, they really made this connection. In season one, Atlantis was was off, and they were stranded, and they couldn't get back to Earth. But the Daedalus allows for this kind of ongoing exchange between Earth and and Atlantis. Right. Right, so I guess they go through the gate to get back to Earth. There's a lot of this stuff that I still don't, I still haven't, I still haven't grasped. But I think they go back to Earth through the gates, and then I bring them back on the ship because you can only go one through, one way through the gate, right? You need a certain piece of technology. VPN, yeah, which I, which I bring to them and give them. But still, I think that they're. Yeah, I still got the one, so they, they they are only only able to go in in one direction. So, and I think it's like a three week trip for for the Daedalus to make it back to Earth and and get back to. Them. Yeah. So, because at one point I do say to to Weir, she says something, and I I say, yeah, well, look, you can go back to the Stargate. I've got to you know I've got to fly all the way back and then fly, and I've done it several <laughs> times, so I think I know what I'm talking about, you know. <laughs> so there's some there, there's some yeah there's some pretty juicy exchanges between Weir's character and and uh, and. Uh, and Caldwell, and and uh, and also between Shepard and Caldwell, there's some contention that's being developed, and and uh, but then again, that it's there, but I don't want this guy to be, and I don't think they want him to be just like a jerk, you know. So there's got to be a reason. There's always got to be a reason behind everything that he does, um, and there's got to be a valid reason, I think. 
in his mind. Not in his entirety, a little bit, to a certain extent. I think and they'll determine how far they want to take that. Mm -hmm. um, I try to put in if there is if there is you know an antagonism in a scene. I try to I try to pull it back as much as I can so it just doesn't. It's not overbearing. It doesn't override everything that's going on in the scene, because to me that's boring. But he's not exactly striking up friendships and watching football games with Shepherd. Shepherd. No, but you know he gives him his he gives him his, his props when it's when they're when they're due too. It's like if he does something that, that you know if he pulls something off that that you know that uh, they call Bob Deems as being you know that he did a good job. I'll tell him, you know, and I have as I have sometimes we we just you know if it, even if it's not written. You know, he'll do something and over the over the you know the radio also go you know, good job, just to just to show that he is you know that he does have an appreciation for for this guy's you know this guy's a stud he's a you know he's an ace pilot and he's 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 really good at what he does, so he's got to you know he's got to have some admiration for his ability, you know if he doesn't then he's just you know I, I don't want him to be one dimensional I want him to have I want him to have a lot of you know a lot of stuff going on and that's. Uh, there's another character that I played in another show that I think got to be a little one-dimensional after many years, and I don't want to do that again. Well, you're you're filming Trinity right now, which which has a lot of those interpersonal relationships, a lot of the kind of headbutting. We're on the same side, but we kind of have different philosophies and maybe slightly different agendas. Right. And I mean, there there will be um, there will be shifts between these characters too, as far as you know, at one at one point. Shepard and Caldwell will be unified in how they feel towards something and trying to convince Weir about, you know, that, that, that they're right. And there will be times when, you know, when, when Weir and, and, and Caldwell or Weir and, and Shepard are trying to, you know, tell Caldwell, like, that ain't going to work. This is, you know, we believe us, we know. Um, and he'll take some convincing, you know, and then you've always got, you know, Dr. McKay there who's, who's you know, trying to, you know, do whatever he does, man. I just God bless him for all the dialogue he's got to he's got to pull off. I just I told him today. I said, you know, I, he was going through this long spiel, and I was I was I was going, you know, I said it's your own fault because you do it well. That's why they keep giving it to you. I said if you didn't do it so well, then you know they wouldn't be writing this stuff for you. But uh, and and he he just uh, he's amazing. I told him, I said, you know, if, if I if I had to do what you just did, it would t if, if I had two weeks working on it, I'd still blow it, you know, or blow my brains out trying to do it, you know. But it's it's uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know I, I applaud him after every after every take because he's just you know <laughs> it's killer. All right, well, thanks so much for your time. You bet. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Good talking to y'all. Stargateworld.net, your complete guide to Stargate. Wormhole disengaged.